What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. Everybody, welcome to this week's REI Weekly Success Tip. And today I'm gonna to talk about private money lessons that I've learned by borrowing millions of dollars of private money from individuals. So if you're not familiar with me, my name is Greg Helbeck. I've been a full-time real estate investor for eight years now. And the goal of this podcast and YouTube channel is to provide lessons that I've learned from my experience that I could share with you so you can turn around and use them in your business, whether you're getting started or you are established. So private money, what is private money? First things first. Private money is simply a individual whether that's your friend, family member, cousin, rich person you know, somebody with liquid cash, whether that's they're in their own bank account or an IRA, that lends you money on a real estate deal. Generally what they do is they'll give you a loan, they'll attach the loan to the property as collateral, and then you'll pay them back generally when the property sells or when you refinance the property. So here are some lessons that I've learned about private money. Number one, in my opinion, you should not borrow private money on your first few fix and flip or rental deals because you wanna get some experience with a hard money lender because if you're brand, brand new, you're probably going to make some rookie mistakes and you don't want to put someone you know's money on the line. I think it's more appropriate if you borrow hard money because the hard money lender is going to vet the deal and they're going to make sure it's a good deal and they're going to make you put some skin in the game. So, you know, you have a lot higher chance of success. So I would not borrow private money if you're just getting started. I would do at least three to five fix and flips or rentals before you decide to go private money. And lesson number two is that you only want to bring private lenders really good deals that have huge margins and multiple exit strategies. If you have a property with a tight margin or maybe there's only one way you can make money on it, i.e. selling it, not renting it, I would recommend you either don't do the deal, you wholesale the deal, or you get a hard money lender involved in that. Not saying you want to put ample risk on that hard money lender, but the hard money lender is going to only do that deal with you if the numbers make sense. And if it's a tight deal, they're probably either not gonna do the loan with you or they're gonna make you put a lot more skin in the game and then it's your decision on if you wanna take that type of risk with your own money. So don't do deals that are really thin with only one exit strategy with a private lender because you don't wanna ruin that type of relationship if that deal were to go south. You wanna have your private lenders be long-term allies of you and you wanna be able to do dozens and dozens if not hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of transactions with them and you don't wanna let one bad deal spoil that relationship that could make both of you millions of dollars potentially. So definitely, you don't want to bring them tight deals at all. And then the third lesson I'll give you, which is the final lesson, is in the beginning of your private money journey, I always think it's best if you wanna put some of your own money into the deal to show the private lender that you have skin in the game up front, because that's gonna to demonstrate to them that you're putting your money where your mouth is, and you're willing to put some, not all of your money into that deal so they can see that you have skin in the game so you both have aligned interests. So once you do that and you have a track record with that lender and you're only buying good deals with big margins and multiple exit strategies, at that point, it would be reasonable to ask for 100% of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab and maybe even the closing costs so you wouldn't have to come to the table with any money but only if it's a good deal and only when you've done deals with them. Those lessons that I shared with you are lessons that I've done myself. 
Nothing I give you on this podcast is theory. It's all practical stuff that I've learned as a real estate investor with 150 plus deals under my belt. So hopefully this video was helpful. If it was, and you want to partner with me and you're living in Reno, Nevada, San Diego, California, the Hudson Valley of New York, or the state of Delaware, and you want to partner with me and JV deals as wholesales, or if you want to just wholesale me a property and you live in one of those areas, once again, Reno, Nevada, San Diego, California, the Hudson Valley of New York, or the state of Delaware, email me greg at velocityhousebuyers.com and hopefully we can do a deal together and Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews, they see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.